We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Hey, yo, it's a Sunday brunch episode, Douglas. I'm excited. Excited. Yeah. What are we brunching? What do you got? What do you have? What do you... I have... I've already eaten my brunch. It would be awkward to eat brunch while podcasting, but because we would just be eating and yeah. communicate, it would just it would be jumbled with our words. It wouldn't be wise. Do you have a plate of brunch in front of you currently? You sound as if you do, based on your statement. No, no, I I don't. No, I oh. don't. I usually uh, I usually drink brunch. That's that's how I brunch. Fantastic. Um, Speaking mimosas. of drinking, mimosa. Yeah. Does that mean you have a mimosa now? No, uh, no, no, I don't. Do you have an alcoholic beverage with you right now? No, no. See what's wow. uh, see now? I you, I would, but I am on standby for a potential drive to the hospital, so I cannot drink alcohol at this time. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, so the wife is due any any moment now. The baby's coming on Wednesday. Uh, it's depending on the baby if it wants to arrive earlier, but it's Wednesday at the latest. It's between now and Wednesday. We're we're within forty eight hours. We're probably I think the the clock right now is like forty three hours to go. Wow, that's exciting. Is that proper math? What's, I don't. What's the name? I, it seems like not. that's not proper math. It's a little higher than that. I feel like 48 that. hours is two days and Wednesday three days away. Yeah, that was, that was bad math. That was bad math on my end. What I was, what I meant to say was we are under 72 hours to go, which makes it not seem as drastic or extreme. I think we're around 68 hours at this point is the math. Oof. All right. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, Dude. it's... Did you guys have to induce uh, on Pearl? No. No, no. Not at all. Okay. We did not. Pearl, uh, she came like a week early, um, but no, no, no inducing. Erica was a champ. She started having contractions while I was working a midnight to 11 p.m. shift back in those days. Ooh. She started having contractions like halfway through my shift. And then when I got off, I tried to sleep, and we had to go to the hospital at midnight, so it didn't work out. And then Pearl was born like at six fifteen or somewhere around there. All right. Yeah. Well, I uh, and correct correct me if I'm wrong. You guys don't know the uh, sex of this baby. That is correct. Good. I like the way you guys like to. Do we yeah. have a couple names picked out? We do have a couple names picked out, uh, but we're not real sold. Or confident on either sex. We don't have like we we knew if it was a female for the first one, the name was definitely going to be Pearl. But we had no idea what to do about if, if it was going to be a boy. 
Um, and this time, we really have no clue what we want to do on either side. But we do have a few names uh, in selection. I like it. Can I, can I make a recommendation for a boy? Absolutely. Jam. Jam. Yeah, I, you know, I've come up with that as well myself. I think it's a great idea. But Erica has vetoed that. So it's not yeah. happening. That's not yeah. happening. Yeah. I, I think it makes it. sense. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense personally. Uh, I don't see why it wouldn't happen. You can do a lot with Jam. I mean, there's a Jam Master J out there. Well, he's deceased, but yes. Yeah, rest in peace, Jim, Mr. J. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's – I mean, I think you could also do James, Pearl James, and then you you shorten James to Jam as a – like his name. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. But like she doesn't want to do – she doesn't want to do James because we know a James. We're, we're friends with the James. And she doesn't think we should name babies after friends. Ah, you don't want to give them the false impression that it's named after that individual. Like you yeah, don't want think, James to get all big headed and cocky yeah. and think you named it after him when in fact yeah. you didn't. Right. Exactly. That's correct. I like it. Well, there's a lot of thought that has to go into this. Oh yeah, it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. It's not it's not gonna be easy, Doug. Not gonna be easy. We have to be at the hospital at five AM on Wednesday. That's if the baby is open to waiting that long. Um, that's just gonna that's just gonna make matters even more difficult. Because I'm not good in the morning. I'm not real good in the morning, work wise, really anything wise. I'm not good in the morning. Uh, so like once the baby pops out, and they're gonna they throw like three or four questions to me in a row. There, I'm just not. I'm and then the name situation. We're just gonna have to wait. Ultimately, Erica is gonna make the decision. What questions do they throw out at you right away? What do they hit you with? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, do do you want to cut the umbilical cord? Uh, oh, the, the on, with Pearl, uh, when the baby came out, he was like, uh, what do you think it is? And I, I, and I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to play that game at the time. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I, I, I didn't have any answers. I, I don't even know if I formed a proper word. I just, I really don't want to talk. It's a very awkward situation more awkward for erica obviously obviously because she's the one with all her with you know with exposing to the world and having a baby put out of her but it's not good either way 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 too many people in the room it's just not something i'm excited about all right well you've been through it one time already maybe you'll you'll be uh you're seasoned now i don't i don't think so i don't i think i'm still (laughs) gonna be really awkward and uncomfortable with like depending because we were going through a shift change with pearl as well so there was like nurses coming in starting their shift and nurses going so there was like there was like 10 plus people in the room and hopefully there's not a shift change this time it's just too many people and too many strangers for me to uh to talk to and conversate with on top yeah, of that's everything else that's going on yeah it's ridiculous that's well i do i will be drinking a beverage for this episode i'm trying to stay in tune with the theme that we had set for ourselves in trying a new beverage. Yes. We, we uh, did one episode. We haven't been back yet. We have but not been back. No. I but... think after this episode, Doug, I can join back into the ranks of getting okay. back to that, that shtick. So what are we drinking today? So today we have a Sonic brand. Sonic oh. as in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. A Sonic hard seltzer with natural flavors. And the flavor that I'm going with is ocean water, oh, which boy. sounds absolutely terrible. 
Ocean Water may be the worst name for a beverage I've ever seen in my life. Uh, well, then you Ocean, know the Ocean Water has been a, a Sonic staple for like 30 years, though, right? No, I had no clue. Yeah, that's that's been on the Sonic menu for many a days. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's still a terrible name, even though Sonic has been using it for decades now, according yeah, to Yeah, who you. wants to drink Ocean Water? I mean, that's Nobody awful. wants to. I've been in the ocean. I've accidentally had ocean water in my mouth. It is not. And it's got a picture of a coconut on it. Now, I think it should be called coconut Coconut. water. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, here, let's try it, shall we? Yeah. Before you try, I did want to mention that Michael actually bought a case Uh of these Sonic drinks uh, to Rocklahoma back in September. So I've had... The experience of these sonic seltzers. Oh, wonderful. Um, so go ahead. Ooh, here's the thing. Have you right popped whenever the can I yet? said right, huh? Have you popped the can yet? I'd like to hear the pop oh, of the can. Shit. Like, yeah, pop. no, I popped it right. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I've already popped it. All right, uh, so let's let's do a little pause here before you take your first drink. Oh, shit. What, what happened now? Well, a moment ago when I said I'm going to try it now, I went ahead and tried it, and you had said hold on when uh, the food was hitting my lips. It was too late for me to hold on. Damn it. It's really... So, not only did I not pop the top so that you could hear it, yeah. I've already had a drink, even though you've told me to hold on. Hmm. Huh. Okay, yeah. well... Let's go yeah. and give your first reaction. What's your review? I'm going to have another drink. Okay. It is a very prominent coconut flavor. Much more flavorful than the other ones that I've had. But it tastes, the coconut tastes like I'm, yeah, it's not, it's not delicious. That's for sure. I feel <laughs> as if I'm drinking uh uh, oil, uh, some sort of suntan mm. oil. It, it's this is not something I recommend at all. Suntan. You you feel like you're drinking suntan oil? Yeah, suntan lotion. Mm. It feels very. Uh, it doesn't. It's not. It's not enjoyable. The words aren't coming. Do, uh, do coconuts only grow near the ocean? That is a that's an that is a fact is what that is. Coconuts only grow near ocean waters. This is true. I don't really know that it's true or not. I, I don't really know. It sounds good. When I've only seen when I've seen a coconut tree, it's always by an ocean. Well, when's the last time you were next to an ocean? It's been twenty years, I bet. Twenty years. And there were coconut trees there. I did see coconut trees I, when I was in Panama uh, by the ocean, yes. Okay. And that's the last time you've seen a coconut tree. Well, it doesn't count if I've seen a coconut tree via, like, Snapchat. Like, I had a friend that was in Belize uh, two weeks ago, and she was right on the ocean, and there was a coconut tree right there. Where's Belize? Where's that at? Is that in the uh, tropics? Belize South America. South America. It's north of... Panama. It's on the Caribbean side of things. Caribbean Ocean, I believe, is what was attached to Belize. 
Um, I don't have anything else for you. It's, 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 it's what I said already. Yeah. Okay. And so this is called Ocean Breeze or Ocean no, Water. This is Sonic Ocean Water. Ocean water. So ocean Sonic water. Ocean Water. You know what you should do next, Doug? Go ahead. Is you should go to Sonic and get their Ocean Water and compare the two together. Oh wow! Look at you. Yeah. That's good thinking. So go ahead. What in what? Let's go go to Sonic, get the ocean water, and then we can compare the ocean water seltzer to the ocean water Sonic. So you want me to put this podcast on pause? No, no, you want to hold right now? Do not put it on pause. We're going to continue to do the pod. It's going to be like a uh, like a field trip pod, basically. No. How close is a a Sonic to you? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes from a Sonic. Yeah. All right. Well, never mind. But then, but I also have, I still, but I also have to get prepared. I'm not, I'm not dressed and ready to go. Okay. So let's let's just let's just uh, let's just put that on hold, and maybe I'll just I'll do it out on my own and let you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out of five uh, five stars, what are we giving this ocean water seltzer? I give it uh, two stars. Two stars. That's higher than two stars. That was how you. I mean, you said it tasted like uh, suntan oil, and it gets yeah. two stars. Two stars. I can finish the can. I'll be able to drink the whole can. Yeah. Uh, if it was one star, I probably wouldn't finish. Okay. So it's it's not something I would ever purchase again. But have you uh, came across? What's your favorite uh, flavor so far of the Sonic Seltzer? Uh, I was limited as to what I received. I believe my favorite one was the mango something or other. There's there's two fruits, a mango blank flavor. Okay. What's the alcohol content on this? Is this 5%? 5%. Are there there any other fast food restaurants that have their own seltzer or alcohol? Taco Bell, right? Taco Bell? The Taco Bell seltzer. Uh, Baja. I, I think they had a Mountain Dew Blast seltzer coming out. I don't know if it's out yet. Are you being serious? Yeah, I am being serious. Oh, I saw, yeah, no, I have no idea. I saw I saw a picture over the last week or so, and I think it was more than five percent alcohol as well. Whoa. I think it was. I think it was like a, their version of Four Loco. I think is what it was. Wow, that's genius. Yeah, yeah. Baja like Blast. It. But Baja, Baja Blast is not that. Wouldn't that be more of a Mountain Dew thing? I mean, that's Mountain Dew came up with Baja Blast, not Taco Bell. But doesn't only Taco Bell sell Baja Blast? Am I wrong about this? Well, that that and I don't know that. Okay. Are you so you don't think you can buy a Baja Blast at a grocery at a gas station? I don't think so, but I don't know that for <laughs> certain. Well, the title we do say in the intro to, of this song, uh, this song. <laughs> Okay. We do say in the intro of this podcast that this is uh, two uninformed guys, but I think we've really shown very early on in this first 15 minutes that we don't have a clue what the fuck we're talking about as we're just throwing out shit. Hey, isn't it so-and-so? No idea. <laughs> yeah. William. You know how Joe Rogan's under a lot of heat for like misinformation? Like Our <laughs> entire show is misinformation. <laughs> this is true. 
this is true. The views and opinions of of uh, see, I don't even know what that statement is. Never mind. <laughs> well, let's let's cover something that I do know is okay. a fact. Go ahead. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good start. I don't know it's a fact, but I still yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. It sounds unsure. <laughs> I believe Arkansas has officially gotten more snow than Lincoln has this year. Um, Because we've only got snow twice, and it was gone basically the next day. You guys got like seven inches of snow the other night, didn't you? We did. We did. About seven and a half inches. It's our biggest snow. I'm pretty confident. Our biggest snow since February of 2011. It wow. Was, it was a big snow. I got to work at home for three days, which was nice to be back in the house. Yeah, man, it was it was both cold and snowy. It snowed for a good 12 plus hours. That's impressive. We were right on the cusp of that snow. It did not hit us. Uh, we had no precipitation whatsoever. Do are you have you been wearing this winter your outrageous uh, overalls? I did put on the overalls, but it has not been a daily or weekly thing. But I put on the overalls to go out into the snow the other day. Is that the only time that you wore the overalls? Yeah, because I don't really fit in them currently. Um, so they're a little snug. Um, so I don't get to wear them as, as many oh. as I want to. Yeah. God, that's too bad. I've been, I've been picturing you all winter long since the first snowfall that you guys had. Uh, that you've been wearing those every day, possibly well, even to work. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to wear those to work. I mean, they're great. I love them. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I can't zip it all the way up right now. So it's just kind of a ridiculous look. I have to like lay down. And there's <laughs> a whole bunch of configuring uh, the body contortions yeah. in, in order to get it zipped all the way up. So I'm hoping that next winter I'll be in a proper mode, but probably not. Yeah, you think you're, you're hoping by next winter you'll be overall ready? You'll be yeah. like winter to be, overall. You'll yeah, be in you, winter overall shape. Yeah, you know how people like to get into bikini season right. shape. I'm hoping for overall shape. I need to get in proper yeah. overall shape. Good. Winter well, 2022. Think, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, another thing, I was listening to uh, No Judgments here, the mm-hmm. podcast about music, music news, music reviews, music lists. Hosted by you, William, and uh, our dead or alive host, Mike. And while listening to No Judgments here, a podcast about music, music news, music reviews, music lists, all things music, um, you had mentioned that you were having a dry social media January. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little upset that you didn't share that information with us when we podcast last. Um, why didn't you share with us that you were going to have a no social media, uh, January and how did it go? Uh, that's, uh, the first part of the question is that's a good question. I don't, I don't, I just don't think it came up in conversation, uh, regarding social media for me to bring it up. I wasn't, I, I don't have a good answer there. Uh, okay. as far as how it went, it went fine. I, I did not post on any social media uh, post for the entire month and I stayed off of the social media platforms and so it went well I did both the uh, the dry social media and the dry alcohol uh, both in the month of January uh, now I will say January ish for my dry alcohol because I did drink on the first and second but I have not drank since then so dry January ish 
And I apologize. Yeah, I, I missed it. I, I missed the opportunity to have a conversation about my dry social media status. Yeah, yeah, you really dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, that's was it, was it just the you just stayed off of it? So it was just social media. No, you were still on your phone, probably. Oh um, yeah, it just quite a damn bit. No, no matter what, I cannot get away from the phone. But it was it was Twitter. Uh, Facebook and Instagram were the three main guys. Now, of those three, Twitter's really your your vice, right? I mean, Twitter Facebook, is you don't you don't even have Facebook, do you? So it'd be Facebook Messenger for you. Yeah, I, no, I, so I do have Messenger, but I I mean, I still have my Facebook account. It's just like ninety percent of the time it's deactivated. Oh. So you'll on occasion activate it, take a look, and then when you're done, deactivate it. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like me, I just hop on and I'm logged in right now. You, you have to pull it up, activate it, which I don't know what that entails. It seems like it's. Uh, to trouble. activate it. Yeah. To activate it, all you do is log in. Oh, so you're yeah, just signing it. out. So basically you're telling no, me. No, no, no. So I do deactivate. So. Uh, again, I don't get on Facebook like, I don't know, for, for long, long periods of time. But when I do, all you have to do is log in and you're just logged back into Facebook like you were never gone. To deactivate, you have to go under settings, deactivate Facebook, um, it asks you a series of questions. You answer those questions and then you deactivate it and then you are done with Facebook. Uh, so that's what I do. Gotcha. You had mentioned, so that leads me, the no social media and the fact that you're quite the Twitter user. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw a recent tweet from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what it said as of today. I can't remember what it said. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was one of those just that it popped up on the top of my phone as an alert and then went away. I don't think I actually read it. Um, but it led me to believe that you're not a fan of Motley Crue. Could you no, elaborate? No. So there's a there's a Twitter beef right now between Motley Crue and Pearl Jam. Uh, that's uh, it's actually pretty silly. So Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Pearl Jam, was doing an interview for the New York Times, I think, and he was talking about how much he hated the glam scene and included Motley Crue at the top of that list because how they glorified oh, women. Um, and so Nikki Six uh, took this to heart and took it. Nikki Six, the basis of uh, Motley Crue took this to heart and said that uh, Pearl Jam is one of the most boring bands in history. Uh, so I was just retweeting Nikki Six's tweet and stating, you know, you can't, it's it's tough to be the most boring band in history and be doing it for 30 years the way Pearl Jam has been doing it. Okay. I, am a, I am a fan of both bands. Pearl Jam is my number one band, but Motley Crue is definitely in the top 20, top 25. Well, that's why it threw me for a loop. I was very confused that you would have any sort of ill will towards Motley Crue. I just thought it was a, uh, I think what I put was that it was a boring shot at Pearl Jam to say that they're one of the most boring bands in history. It's just not a very creative Ah, or original insult. That's it. It read to me that you were saying that Motley Crue put on boring three and a half hour shows. And it was basically you saying uh, something like, it's like calling the pot calling the kettle black when you guys put on three and a half hour boring shows no so just you're you are definitely doing the uh the not well informed so 
my <laughs> the tweet was talking about. I was stating how Pearl Jam, uh, for a boring band, uh, puts on three plus hour shows for the last thirty years, and they change up the set list on each and every single day. I was like, if that's boring. Motley Crue does not do that. Motley Crue does the same set list. Motley Crue and Pearl Jam are two completely opposite live fans. Motley Crue is all about the glitz and the glamour and the uh, the, uh, the the dog and pony show, I think is what they say, uh, because there's a whole lot of uh, other stuff to watch besides just the, the, the band. And Pearl Jam's all about the band. There's no, like Pearl Jam has a bare stage, basically. Uh, no light show. It's just them performing for three hours. They're just two completely opposite. Okay. All right. I gotcha. Uh, continuing with my theme questions for you based on your podcast, No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music, news, music reviews, all things music hosted by you and our DOA host, Mike. Um, I was intrigued by your music playlists that you okay. talked about. Um, you had a playlist called the Top 22 in 22. Yes. Um, I went to your Spotify account um, mm-hmm. and looked at your playlist because I thought, wow, top 22 and 22. I'm going to want to check this out. Mm-hmm. I might start following Will on some of, the, some of his playlists. You, mm-hmm. you talked then about some of your other ones. Um, I think you said you had a, a rap playlist and mm-hmm. a this playlist and a that mm-hmm. playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was very intrigued. Got on there and I don't know if I'm looking at these things correctly, um, but so, for instance, your top 22 of 22, which you did mention in No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music news, and all things music, music reviews, and music lists, that you you had, well, much more than 22 songs in 22, the best 22 in 22, mm-hmm. uh, and you would narrow it down eventually, because it's obviously yeah. only the second month of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I got on there, and I noticed that your playlists are full of what appear to be full albums. Is mm-hmm. it accurate for me to say that what I'm looking at would be, um, I start, I open your playlist and it's like, boom, a whole album by blank. No. Down, it looks like it's a whole album by another artist. Uh, so on some playlists, yes. Um, my top 22 for 22. No, I do not put full albums on there, um, but I did try to categorize them by albums, but I'm putting my favorite tracks by my top 22 artists from each album. So that's what it should be. Okay. Um, I want in, to some say other, in some other of my playlists, like my Will FM playlist, which is like 500 hours long, there's definitely uh, full albums there. I feel like the majority of the playlists I looked at were, were full albums. Your rap playlist um, was full album, full Jay-Z albums, full Biggie albums, yeah, full so, Private I mean, Dog Quest. Yeah, that would be correct. I, I think for like my rap and my country and my female, I think I was putting down like the best albums in hip-hop or rap or country. I was putting like the best albums there, there are out there. Okay. So okay. it's not a it's not a greatest hits uh, by a, a certain artist. It's like their greatest albums in their history. I'm not a playlist expert by any means, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like when I've seen playlists um, of other people, I've never in my life seen a playlist that has so many 
albums on a playlist. I feel like a playlist should just be individual songs, um, but a variety of songs. Obviously, you can have multiple songs by the same artist and it's from the same album, but never have I seen playlists that have full albums just back to back to back to back to back. So it, I feel like a, the reason for a playlist is to have a diverse selection, a variety of songs by varying artists in one list. As go listen to the whole album, as opposed to playlist to listen to the whole album. Well, I think my response would be that that's whatever tickles your pickle, Doug. Uh, I mean, the, the playlists are curated by whoever makes them on how they feel like they want their playlist to be. So, I mean, that could be your definition of a playlist, which is fine. Um, I just have a different thought of a playlist. I, I should also know, I not only do I do my categories, uh, but a lot of times I'll do a playlist based off of concerts I'm going to. And for those playlists, I'll just simply look at setlist.fm and I'll just put down what their average set list is. And so, like, I'm going to go see Garth Brooks. Not a good example because Garth is not on Spotify. But if Garth was on Spotify, um, I would just go look up Garth Brooks set list from his most recent tour. And my set list would just be those particular songs. And that would be my my playlist for Garth Brooks. So I just, you can do it. I mean, there's a hundred thousand different ways you can do a playlist and this is just one of the ways I decided to do the playlist. Okay. All right. Fair enough. When you listen to one of these playlists that's full of full albums, do you listen to them from start to finish or do you put them on uh, random shuffle? Uh, more often than not, I'm going random shuffle. Uh, there will be time. So uh, if I want to listen, if I, if I got a certain tinkle in my crinkle, um, I'll go with the, with the album. But more than likely, though, I won't look to the playlist. I'll just turn on the album. So I would say if I'm in my playlist, <laughs> we're, 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 hit, we're hitting shuffle. I, I guess you just, you just named, you just, you just got my point. Like, you have a full album. Why go to the playlist and just go to the full album? Right, and that's why I changed my answer a little bit. I, yeah. I, I would probably more often than not, like ninety eight percent of the time, in, a, in one of my playlists, I'm I'm probably going with the shuffle. Okay, all right. Um, the last question I have um, in my twenty questions for William, based on the No Judgments Here podcast, podcast about music, music news, music reviews, and all things music, hosted by uh, our very own William and our DOA host Mike. Um, you had mentioned something about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Coming up uh, next weekend, you were, you guys, um, as you uh, your podcast is about music, you're speaking about the halftime show, yeah. and you had mentioned that you had seen a hype video, mm-hmm. um, and that you and you really made it sound like it was just really worked. It got yeah. you going, it got you hyped, it got you ready, mm-hmm. it got you with great anticipation of watching the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, my question is, what? What hype video did you see? Was it the one that's on just regular television? No, I think uh, I think the one on regular television is a condensed version of the hype video I saw. So the hype video I saw was on Twitter. Um, it came out like the beginning of well, I mean, it came out well, maybe it wasn't on Twitter. Maybe it's through Yahoo. I saw it. I saw it somewhere on the internet. Um, and it was like a four and a half minutes. Oh. Uh, 
it was like a four and a half. It, it was like a real hype video. Like I think it started with Eminem. Eminem was in a studio. He was playing some weird game with this digital board, uh, and he was rapping. And then he passed it all along to like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was doing his thing with one of his greatest hits, and they just passed it along to each other for like four and a half minutes. And then they eventually, at the end of the uh, the hype video, they're all meeting up at the uh, whatever that SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. So, so it was it was I thought it was very well done. Um, they probably played snippets of like I don't know ten to twelve songs total from all these artists. Wow. Uh, for ending with the uh, halftime show, SoFi Stadium, February, whatever the date's going to be, 16th or whatever, it's, it's going to be 13th uh, for that. So, yeah, it was just really well done. I was impressed and made me very, very much look forward to what's going to happen here. Good, good. I've seen one video or commercial, I would say, and it's one that uh, it's been on regular TV. Um, and it does not get me hyped the way you were mentioning being hyped. So I was hoping there was another one out there. Clearly not the one I've seen. Because the one I've seen is just Eminem at the... With the it's like current Eminem and then old Eminem on the other side of the glass and they're throwing up shit. It's got a... No, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a snippet of the full one. Yeah. And Dre's just walking along the beach. Yeah. Yeah, well, the fuller version's obviously better. The fuller version better than the condensed. That is correct. Wonderful. Well, that that ends my questions. Um, wow. from wow. listening to here. Man, I gotta tell you, a uh, little little heads up would have been nice. Jeez, really put me on the spot on a lot of those questions. I hope they made sense. Oh man, I'm sweating over here. Like well, that makes sense. Your answers were all great answers. Felt like I was under a heat lamp, or maybe it's not a heat lamp. One of those <laughs> lights that they shine in an in, in, interrogation room. Yeah. Well, you definitely just got interrogated, and uh, we have you have we, a playlist, right? We used to exchange playlists. You still do flip playlist? Uh, nowadays, I don't really do playlists. I just hit the heart on the song. I like and it just goes to a likes playlist. So you're just always so, playing your likes playlist. I'm on my likes playlist the majority of the time. I do have my my Mex playlist. I do have a rap playlist. I do have an R and B playlist. I do have a country playlist. Um, they're just not I, as full as mine, right? Right. They're not. Well, they don't involve full. There's yeah. not. I, I like because. There's songs on plenty of albums that I don't think I, you know, I care to listen to on a playlist. Uh, well, so, so I, I should mention with that. So the only albums I put in a playlist are albums that every single track is not skippable. Yeah, that's there's yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So yeah, there's times where I heart a song and it goes to my life playlist, but then I also we'll move it to a specified genre playlist so that when I do get in that mood to just listen to one genre of music only, that song can be found on that genre's playlist as well. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, that's good. I'm sorry to put you in the, put you on the spot like that. Hello. Oh boy. Is that happening? Hello. Hello. 
Hello? Hello? Oh, here we go again. Son of a bitch. Stupid fucking god dang it. Always happening. Can't hear him. He. I don't know if he can hear me. I can't hear him. Hopefully he comes back. Did he get a phone call? What the fuck's happening? Oh, we're going to have to stop the podcast, start the podcast all over again. Did he hang up because he got upset with all the questions? Because I didn't warn him in advance that there was going to be all these questions. Who knows what's happening right now? Hello? Hello? Oh, boy. I guess we'll stop and start over. What happened to you there? Why'd you hang up on yeah, sorry about that. I made the mistake, and I, and in my head, I knew I shouldn't do it. I, I made, I wanted to go to Spotify real quick to look at my biggest playlist, and then as soon as I did that, I disconnected the call. It's my bad. Unbelievable. What is this? Your first time podcast? Amateur hour for sure. Amateur hour. But I was looking at my Will FM playlist, Doug, and that playlist is two hundred and eighty-three hours long. If I could remember how to. Uh... To find you on Spotify, I have it pulled up on my laptop, but I don't remember how the hell. I remember it took me a good 10 minutes just to even find you on how I could get. Here we go. I got to go to profile. Right? Like I gotta... W. Hendrix or Will Hendrix or W. Hendrix 36. How do I find you on? I just told you it's one of I think that's my profile name is W Hendrix thirty six. Oh, I can just look up your profile? I think so. Or you can search, for instance, if you're looking for that playlist, search will dash FM and you can find the playlist that way. Son of a bitch. I did underscore. God dang it. What, what, is, what are you, some kind of... You ever done a dash before, Doug? <laughs> In the form of an underscore. That didn't work, you dirty liar. It should work under playlist. Look at... Look yeah. at once, you, once you hit will-fm, click on playlist and see if it comes up. Unless I have it on private. And then first of all, I have to... You know what? Maybe we should just move on. Maybe we should just move on. This I don't think this is I don't think this is gonna go well. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm probably gonna just delete this whole intro from the second part of the thing. <laughs> I <laughs> something about NFTs. No, not that I not that I recall currently. No. I thought I put this in my notes. I didn't, but I left the web page up on my computer. The other day, I was seeing something that we had talked about. Well, obviously, we've talked about NFTs um, uh, quite a bit on here and proven to be uh, <laughs> on the uh, digital universe. I I saw something of this. I read an article. I saw something about this guy that created some NFTs. Um, I think he took like a picture a day for like a long time, for like year, created NFTs and on the NFTs, and quite frankly, I could be completely wrong with what this guy did or what I'm talking about, as you all know. The point is, he created some NFTs, sold them in his and attention by any means. Um, so he's baffled and confused and excited that he's now a millionaire by this. And so I thought to myself, 
as it was some early a.m. hour and I'm sitting watching color, I decided, huh, I'm going to make my own in it. I'm going to make, but let's go and see what it, how so I Googled an NFT. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you did text me that because the first yeah. step. The first step was. Yeah. Step number one on how to create an NFT. Figure out what an NFT is. <laughs> I immediately stopped my research on how to build an NFT because step number one is absolutely impossible for me to figure out can't figure out what a non-fungible token is, so therefore, I will not be creating my own NFTs, because I don't know what a fucking NFT is. Alright, that so was I, I think hilarious. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but maybe our show could become an instructional how-to on what NFTs in the metaverse are. All we have to do is some research, Doug, and then we can bring to our audience information on a weekly basis on what NFTs are. You can work on the NFT part. Shit. I can work on the metaverse. I can get something going on in the metaverse world. And then who knows? Maybe we'll be like this dude uh, who you vaguely or who you most likely messed up the story uh, very much uh, on how he became a millionaire. And we can be like that guy sometime. Uh, I, think it, I think it's been proven in our 34, 35, 36 episodes of this podcast that we are not the authority or nobody currently we're obviously not the authority on anything, but I think that we've proven that even if we decided we were going to do the studying and the Mm -hmm. research to become the authority, Mm -hmm. I feel as if anybody listening still would not take what we had to say as the authority of whatever it is we were speaking on. I certainly wouldn't trust us uh, if I was a listener and we were claiming to have full knowledge of something. Uh, I think it's a great idea, but I don't know that I'm on board yet. Ooh. Ooh. Well, if you're not on board, then how will our audience be on board? You know, it takes it takes a while for people to gain trust in what yeah. we're listening to. And what we have to do is earn that trust. I think Joe Rogan started potting and immediately had everybody's trust that he was the foremost expert in anything he talked about. No, it took time. <laughs> Yeah. It took hours. Yeah, we can be the Joe Rogan of NFTs in the metaverse. Yeah, speaking of the metaverse, I saw something about somebody <laughs> in trouble. Bless you. Uh, I saw somebody got in trouble. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't because of some metaverse groping. Yeah, so I sent you that text. I sent you that story. Oh, uh, you there did. Was a, yeah, there, there's some issues in the metaverse that now when females get into the metaverse they men come up to them and immediately start groping them um and um it's a traumatic event uh for these females and they don't know how to like stop the groping except for like whatever vr technology they're using like just throw in their vr technology out and so like the uh the vr uh, companies have actually kind of put the blame on the females instead of the males so saying obviously they don't want, want this to happen but there are safety features built into the vr uh, settings that you need to turn on so something like this doesn't happen oh so there's some sort of like an anti-groping um setting 
Yeah, like, like some type of like harassment. Yeah, some type of harassment uh, setting to make sure that something like that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I go in with my virtual reality, virtual reality Doug, um, VR Doug, and I see this uh, fine young Tenda on the other side of the metaverse, and I saunter over to her and grab her butt without her uh, permission. This would prevent me from grabbing her butt with my virtual hand. It would like put a force field up and block me from groping. I would try, but my hand would bounce away. Probably feature. That sounds correct. I, I think that would be yeah, correct. And it would also it would also be able to um, for the VR companies. It would be able to pinpoint who exactly is responsible for doing such a thing, uh, because they have no way to research who was doing this groping. So these gropers are just out there in their VR universe, uh, apparently doing this to other females. And if they don't have the proper features uh, settings uh, put down or marked, whatever the term would be for that, then these people can do it for as long as they damn well want to, I guess. I feel like this is a, there's a movie with Bruce Willis where he was a cop but everybody walked around. Everybody walked around in a in a clone. A, a, it's a body. It's a physical, actual body that's walking around on Earth. But it's not them. It's a clone of them. It's a it's a mechanical version of them. And they get in a contraption in the comfort of their house, um, and it puts them there. Their thought, their brain, they live through these blanks. Have you seen this movie? Is it sounding anywhere? I mean, this is like from the 80s, right? No, this is no, this 80s. No way. This is uh, early 2000s. Has to I, you know, I clearly should have brought the laptop into the room for today's episode because it's sorely needed for everything we're talking about here because. <laughs> We can only go so far in the conversation. <laughs> How do you not? Yes, you should always have your computer with you at all times. I wasn't thinking, and I apologize about that. It just didn't occur to me. God. See, while I'm talking, you could have been doing all this research. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm now doing... I got to do it. This yeah. is bullshit. I'm pretty confident I know the movie you're speaking about with Bruce Willis, but I don't know the name of it. What about similarities to Westworld? I've never watched Westworld. Not so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes that out. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to take some filmography, and I got to look up films. I don't even know what it was got to be called. Where are the pictures at? Fortress you, just America. Can't you Google search Bruce Willis VR movie? Oh, that's look at the big brain on you. Yeah, there you go. Google, Google, Bruce Willis VR movie. I'm doing. Here we go. The movie that I'm speaking of was called Surrogates. Okay. Yeah. 
There we in go. the movie Surrogates, it's set in a futuristic world where humans live in isolation and interact through surrogate robots. A cop is forced to leave his home for the first time in years in order to investigate the murders of others' surrogates. So they live through these surrogates. <laughs> it's basically what's going on. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the metaverse makes me think about the movie Surrogates and... What I feel is we're going to get to a point in time where nobody's ever leaving their house ever, never, ever, and we completely and totally live 100% in the metaverse. Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. <laughs> I How do I get a... into the metaverse? How do I get... Can I get in the metaverse right now? Do I have to... How do I even get to this metaverse? Google... What's it? How do I get into the metaverse? Why don't you have your computer? <laughs> I'm sick and tired of coming up with the topics. You should be looking it up. I'm sorry. I did not have <laughs> laptop. I just forget it. I'm not asking any more questions. That are you Google? Just, just Google that. What you am I Googling? I'll, this is I'll bullshit. Go, I'll, I'll go get the laptop, please. No, please. just what am I Googling? Do that. Do some, I don't uh, even remember what my question hey, was. Fill, fill the time here. Fill the time. Fill the time? You expect I have to go solo? You Can't you take it? Hello? Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. The whole point of having this podcast was to do it with you and have some. I can't fill the airtime space by myself. I don't have anything to talk about. Hello? Oh, my God. What does he got? A, isn't he on a cordless phone? Isn't he on a cell phone? Can't he take the cell phone with him? Cell phones move. You can take them wherever you go. I don't understand why he had to leave his phone behind while he went to go get a laptop. Where I don't understand. It doesn't make two uninformed guys with little preparation. This is this is little preparation at its finest. I haven't even talked to the guy in two weeks. This is <laughs> how long is it? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Unbelievable. How come you how couldn't did, take? Did you phone do all right with? Hey, I, by the way, I like that you said cordless phone, like we're in the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started picturing you on a landline. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. What? Are, I don't even remember what we're doing. Uh, you wanted to know if you would be able to get into the metaverse. Now my daughter's crying because she saw me for a second. And now she wants to come into the room, but I can't allow her in the studio. But I'm sure you can hear her crying. In yeah. So your daughter cries every time she sees you? That's not good. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> when I... That's not... Well, I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily think we need to talk about this. This is your, but there could be some issues with your parenting style. <laughs> every time your daughter sees you, she cries. I was saying she's upset that she doesn't get to hang with me in the studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. How can uh, I get in the metaverse? Here we go, Doug. Okay, I'm ready. How to, how to enter a metaverse? Ooh, a metaverse? Our, There's more how, than one metaverse? Yeah, there's different companies that do metaverses. There's an article that says a 22-year-old breaks down how to join the metaverse by fortune. Um, let's do that one. I think there, there's some YouTube videos, Doug, if you want to watch those. No. You can, there's an article about how to invest 
in the metaverse. You can we can look into that. Uh, how to how to join the metaverse? Let's see if we. Can... I just want to go walk around. The, I just want to get it. I just want to go walk around the metaverse right now. Can I just go on my computer, laptop, and just go venture around the metaverse and explore? So the metaverse is, uh, is to put it simply, Doug. It's a handful of platforms like the Sandbox, Verandas, and Decentraland on which people can interact in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg spent $10 billion on the metaverse. Jesus. This guy got onto Decentraland, one of the more popular metaverse platforms. Uh, To participate on these types of platforms like the Sandbox, you'll need your own crypto wallet and and a Windows PC. Uh, This guy had neither. He wasn't (laughs) looking to buy or sell anything. So he slowly explored the virtual world as a guest on his MacBook. Yeah, that's what I got. MacBook. Yeah. I have a crypto wallet, but I do not have a clue on how to access that wallet. I've got some crypto stuff that at one point in time I wanted to to change some some uh Ethereum into mm-hmm. Dogelon Mars coin, but I couldn't figure it out to save my fucking life. Yeah. So the first thing you need to do, Doug, is create an avatar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I just borrow one? Can't don't, don't they just have stock avatars? I can just be like, so, uh, like eight of them to choose from. And I was like, I'll take that one for now. So this person uh, decided on his outfit. He was dropped into Genesis Plaza, a starting point within Decentraland, uh, the most crowded area of the platform. Um, other avatars popped up to my left and right as I took in my surroundings. When an avatar got close to mine, I could hear a human voice saying something unintelligible. Uh, he spent about 10 minutes trying to figure out how to make his avatar walk. Uh, the map teleported him to his next location. <coughs> this is a pretty thorough article. So I would say just go into a website, create your avatar, and you can start the metaverse. I don't know. Sure, sounds like an awful lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work, but I think it would be worth it. You know what? I'll take care of it, Doug. For our next episode, I'll be in the metaverse. Oh shit! That's what I'm talking about. You're yeah. going to be in it. I'm going to be in the metaverse. Oh, I'm nervous and excited. Yeah, I'm going to be like this person. This person, I I have crypto, but I don't think I have a crypto wallet. You have to have a wallet, don't you? I don't know. In order well, to have crypto, you have to have, you got to put it in your wallet, don't you? I, well, I don't know. This is the first I'm hearing of a crypto wallet. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Where's your crypto at? It's on the Cash App. I think that's, 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 okay. I got you, you can do that. Is there a wallet on the Cash App? I don't app? know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I clearly, I don't. Know. But, but this person says they had neither uh, a crypto wallet, and they still were able to get in. So I think we can do it. I think we can. Okay. Do it. Uh, this you is in Fortune Fortune dot com. How I signed up for the metaverse for those interested in signing up for the metaverse. Let's get it. <laughs> Stay tuned to God knows when we do one of these again. But when we do. Big Willie style is going to be in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah you're, and you're going to be you would have, by then you should have an NFT down. <laughs> yep, I should have created my first NFT by then. Yep. Right. Oh boy. 
Um, William, let's move on to uh, something else real quick. Do you, now that you have your laptop, um, but prior to having your laptop with you, were you prepared to have your Argentinian fun fact? <laughs> Unbelievable. January 16th was the last time we've done a podcast. It is February the 5th. We clearly stated in January 16th podcast that we were going to start a new segment where we had a fun fact about Argentina. God forbid in the last two to three weeks that you could have come up with one fucking fun fact. You don't have anything. Good God. It's like you don't even give a shit. I bet you've already started listening to your goddamn albums for your four record review <laughs> podcast, haven't you? Yes, I've already listened to them. You've already listened. <laughs> it's been weeks since we've had a podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no podcast about music, 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 and all related things. Music that you would fucking call it. Mike. You're doing a four-album review on your next podcast. Plenty of time to do that, but you couldn't come up. You're on your fucking phone all day long looking on the internet. I, I forgot, Doug. I have a bad memory sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead with your Argentina fun fact. I don't even remember. Now I forgot what the theme song was. You made me so upset. Oh boy, I definitely don't recall that. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I have my fun facts for Argentina. Argentina fun facts. Ar- Did I sound like I had a little bit of a. That- wow! I sounded like T Pain right there. Did you hear that? I did oh, not hear T Pain, no. My voice sounded auto tuned, and I did it without an actual auto tune. That's amazing! Doug, my- I am prepared with an Argentina fun fact. Good. Now that you've got your, now that you stayed tethered to your, here we go. Argentina fun fact for me. I'm going with the Olympics, dude, because the Olympics have started. Yeah. The Winter Olympics. I'm going with Argentina fun facts. The Winter, the China 2020, Beijing 2022 Olympic version. Okay. Here we go. There are 45.9 million people in Argentina. But there are only six athletes attending the Winter Games this year. Huh. They and do we know why that is, Doug? I have more. No, I don't know why that is. Um, Argentina was a founding member of the IOC. Do you know what the IOC is? Uh, the uh, Olympic Committee, correct? <laughs> okay. What's the I of the IOC? I want to say the International Olympic Committee. Okay. Will you, in fact, say that, though? No, I feel like International Olympic Committee doesn't make sense. The inter... uh, The intercontinental. (laughs) What was my first guess? All you said was Olympic Committee. You didn't fully commit to it. What did I I then say? What I thought the I stood for? International. I think that's the proper answer. Go with that. (laughs) You are correct. It is the International Olympic Committee. So, Argentina, 45.9 million people in Argentina, only six athletes in the Winter Olympics. They were a founding member of the IOC in 1894, yet they have never won a Winter Games medal. 
Never. Never. Now, do you know, if I may ask, a follow-up, what are these six athletes uh, competing in for this Winter Olympics? I have no idea. Oh, Doug, by the way, I think we, we you should know why Argentina is not a great Winter Olympic competitor. Well, sure. It's, there's no winter. Yeah. There's no yeah. snow. There you go. Warm winter. weather climate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Winter Olympics, uh, the athletes in Argentina, um, are a lot of them are skiing. I believe we've got some alpine skiers. Mm-hmm. I think we might have some speed skaters. Um, but that's it. That's that, That's my fun facts, my Argentinian fun facts. The Winter Olympic edition. Thank you. Doug, uh, my Argentina fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. It's an Argentinian fun fact. Do you know what the most popular drink in Argentina is called? Oh, can I take a guess? Yes. Who? The, the Argentinian drink known... For its Argentinianness is the Cubavera. Cubavera. That is cr- incorrect. It's actually called the Yerbe Mate uh, drink. Oh. Um, it's, uh, it's a traditional South American caffeine rich infused drink uh, that you drink with a metal straw, kind of like uh, for those people like myself who like to drink their Moscow mules and copper mugs. That's my. <laughs> It's the Argentinian fun fact. <laughs> Your fun fact was what their drink of choice is? Yeah. And how it's drank? <laughs> yeah. So it's made by soaking dried leaves of the holly species Ilex peregrinus in hot water, and it's served with a metal straw in a container typically made from a calabash gourd. That's the make proper. But also in some areas made from a cattle horn. Made from a what? Cattle horn. They make the drink from a cattle horn? That's what the uh, the container that it is in. Oh. So you, you have a metal straw, you have the drink, and you have a certain type of container that it's drank out of. All right. It, I like it. It contains, it contains caffeine. Uh, the leaves are dried and chopped or ground to make the coarse powdery preparation called Yerba, meaning herb, which is then soaked in hot water. Sounds not real good, to be honest with you. Yeah, it it is. It is the most popular drink in Argentina and multiple other South American countries. Well, that last part kind of takes away from the fun fact, because it's not only is it an Argentinian thing, it's a bunch of other people do it, too. Well, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Ralph, what can you get for the last second? That's a fun facts, fun facts, Argentinian fun facts. Sorry, Let's get, that's okay. That's okay. You'll be ready next time, I'm sure. Let's get <laughs> Mike on the horn and do a little DOA. Well, do you have anything you I've I've hogged up this podcast before we do any DOA. No, you you've been fine. You've been good. Do you have anything you'd like to contribute to the podcast? Last time we podcast on January sixteenth, right before I was ready to 
changes it to shut it down. You threw in some great topics yeah. right at the end. Do you have anything that you'd like to throw in real quick? I feel like I've had a lot of representation. You grilled me for like 20 minutes on the Spotify situation. <laughs> and then I got to do the whole baby thing at the beginning. Hey, I do want to add this one thing. Doug. Uh, I was making some macaroni and cheese last week. Macaroni okay. and cheese. And I got the uh, the strainer out uh, to, mm-hmm. to, to get the water out. And you know what I did, Doug? Uh, I put the strainer over the stove and poured the water and macaroni into the strainer and flooded the stove. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, I almost passed out. What? what the fuck? Let me see if I'm understanding you correctly. Mm-hmm. You boiled the macaroni for your macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. You then got the strainer that you were going to that, that separates the macaroni from the water yeah. and leaves you with just macaroni. Mm-hmm. You put the strainer on the stove <laughs> and, then, and then dumped the hot boiling water with macaroni into the strainer to yeah. separate the macaroni from the water. <laughs> on directly onto your stove. <laughs> that may be the dumbest thing. Holy! Tell me Erica was in the kitchen when this happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was there. <laughs> At she what there. point did you realize that you were doing the wrong <laughs> Have you ever strained anything before in your life? What are you doing? I... Did... <laughs> the rest doesn't matter. The rest doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, believe me when I say it was instantaneous. <laughs> That I realized that I had made a massive mistake. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Oh man, that's some, that's good stuff. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys have a what kind of oven stove do you have? Do you have a, a glass top? Can uh, uh, I don't even know what they're called. Can uh, oh boy, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't I don't. Matter. We don't need any facts to this story other than what yeah. you've already shared with us, yeah, uh, William. Let me just say thank you so much for sharing yeah, those, sure. sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. It takes a it takes a strong man to be able to share details like that to yeah. share fun facts like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, I don't think, would tell other people that that happened, but <laughs> you you did, and I commend you for that. And that's right. that's golden. That's just okay. Doa, it is. All right. Hold, See you okay. there. Please hold. Okay. Welcome to Dead or Alive, the newest and hottest game show out there where Will and Doug try to figure out who is still kicking or who has kicked the bucket. It's been a long time since we last spoke. In case you forgot, I am Mike. And with me is our fearless contestants. Gentlemen, how are we doing this today? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 
Fantastic. Thank you. Great. Well, just in case people need a refresher on how this works, um, we're going old school. We're going to go three candidates, and you guys need to figure out if they're dead or alive. Um, the score does not matter anymore because we've long lost track. Um, in this version, we know that Will is killing Doug. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa. true. That's no way. We we played it's this true. version on January 16th, and I, I destroyed William. You did better, but you did not catch up with me. All right, that's fair. Oh, but we but we did start over on scores with uh, whatever season twenty three that you guys are on. It's fine. It's fine. Overall, William is is better than I am so far. I'll give it to you. Okay, you guys ready to get going? Yeah, let's roll. All right, yes. our first candidate for dead or alive is the actress Jessica Walter. You guys know who Jessica Walter is? No. Was she in Cocoon? Cocoon? No. No, I do not. No. Um, Let's see. She she has won multiple awards. She's won Golden Globe. She's won Emmy Awards. She's also won Screen Actor Guild Awards. Um, She has been in a couple. She was in Play Misty for Me, which is a Clint Eastwood classic. Um, she was the voice of Mallory Archer on the long-running FX animated series Archer. Um, but you probably know her as Lucille Bluth on the sitcom Arrested oh, yeah. Development. Absolutely. Certainly. Ah, oh, shit. I never watched Arrested Development. Oh. I thought everybody watched Arrested Development. Yeah, great show. Great character. Hey, I didn't watch it either. It's okay. What? No, Thanks man, you guys, you guys need to get on this. This is a great show. Okay, great show. So, Jessica Walter, dead or alive, Mister Murray, you can go first. Well, <clears throat> considering I have absolutely no clue who this individual is, I don't have. It's I will just just. Heads or tails, flipping a coin that I don't actually have. I'm going to say that didn't make any sense. And she's <laughs> dead. I, by the way, I flipped my thumb like I was actually doing a coin <laughs> just now. I'm going to say, uh, once again, with no knowledge whatsoever, that she is dead. Final answer. Even though I feel like the rest of the development wasn't that long ago. I wish I knew how old she looked or was at that time. I'm going to revert back and change to she's because the rest of the development wasn't that long ago, I don't think. I'm going to say she's alive. Final answer, alive. Okay. Always go with your first God. William? So, uh, I don't know the answer to this. I feel like she's been alive in the last two years, but it's possible she's passed away recently and uh, I heard the news but I completely forgot it she has been alive in the last two years pretty confident of that she was definitely on the last season of its uh, Arrested Development I'm concerned that she's dead though I'm concerned now but I'm also going to go with Doug because I cannot recall that she is alive so you think she's alive I think but I feel like she 
passed away recently. I'm going with Alive, though. Going okay. with Alive. Jessica Walter, born January 31st, 1941, passed away at the age of 80 on March 24th, 2021. In her sleep. Dang it. Dang it. So you both did not get it correct. Correct. Murray would have went with his first guess. He would have been right. Yeah. Stick with first instincts. Man, nothing's changed. You guys still suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number two. Uh, candidate number two, the actress, Terry Lynn Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Superman. You know, Terry, yeah, Adventures of Superman. Uh, also was on uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Bond movie. She was on Desperate Housewives. She's been on. She was in Seinfeld. She I know was, uh, she was the, the my breasts start real and they're magnificent, right? Isn't that her? Correct. Yep. Okay. Oh. She's been in a lot of stuff. Murphy Brown, Quantum Leap, Tales from the Crypt, MacGyver. Um. Yeah, all kinds of different stuff. Frasier, Two and a Half Men. Is Terry Hatcher alive or dead? Who's going first? Who's going first? Question. Um, we'll, we'll let Murray go first. Well, I'm glad you asked this question because I'm a huge fan of Terry Hatcher. Right. I think Terry Hatcher uh, is very attractive. Mm-hmm. I've always uh, had the eyes for Terry Hatcher. Uh, I have no clue. However, I do want to pause just a second to ask the question: What was the, what was the thing about her breasticles? You were saying what she's that was she, that was the Seinfeld episode she did. She was oh. uh, they were curious if her breasts were real or not. Ah, yes, the lovely Terry Hatcher. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Terry is alive and well. Final answer. Mr. Hendricks. Yeah, I mean, she's still pretty youngish. I can't imagine she's like over 60. So I'm, I'm concerned about why you would throw Terry Hatcher into this if she's not still kicking. But I, I do also think she's alive and well and kicking and healthy and still looking beautiful. Alive. Final answer? Yes, final answer. Terry Hatcher is indeed alive. Born in 1964, she is 57 years of age. Um, and just because you said, well, she can't be 60, so she's obviously not dead. We see people right. die. People do at die young ages. 60. That is correct. Yeah. That is, that is so, indeed. That is a fact that everybody yeah. should know that people do pass away before they hit 60. All right. Well, look we would have guys. a well, serious overpopulation issue if nobody died until they're 60. Right. Definitely true. People would be reckless. Reckless. Just reckless. Um, All right. So there we go. You guys both got one. Good job. Moving on to our third and final contestant on Dead or Alive. Here we go. The actor, Jan Michael Vincent. Oh, I know the name, but I'm not putting a face to her at this time. All right. So he uh, was in, he played the pilot, Strange Fellow Hawk. What was that? <laughs> well, I said I know the name, but I'm not going to give face to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I said good, actor. Good job. 
The actor didn't uh-huh. give it away. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, played the pilot string fellow <laughs> Hawk in the TV series Airwolf. Um, he was in The Mechanic, Sandcastles, Buster and Billy, White Lion Fever, Vigilante Force. Um, what would we also know the best as? The, the pilot string fellow Hawk in Airwolf. Oh. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember Airwolf? No, it was uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Airwolf. <laughs> no, no, that was a TV show. Okay, no, I have no idea. He was in uh, Ice Cream Man, mm-hmm. uh, White Boy, mm-hmm. uh, Buffalo '66, No Rest for the Wicked. Jeez. Let's see what else has he been in. Nash Bridges. I know who he is. All right, good job. Mr. Murray, I you think go William first. should go first. Okay, William, you go first. Yeah, I have no clue. I mean, those na- those titles that you just provided me have ring no bell, which only could mean to me that those are all very old shows and movies. Now, he could be old and still alive and still doing fine. But I'm going to say, uh, based on the fact that it doesn't appear he has any credits in the last 15 to 20 years, that he is indeed deceased. Final answer. Okay. Mr. Murray. If Jan Michael Vincent is who I think he is, I believe he also had a a very public drug problem. I think he went through um, a lot of bouts of drug problems. I think (laughs) Jan Michael Vincent is deceased. I believe he passed away a few years back. I believe he's dead. Final answer. You guys are both correct. He died in uh, nineteen, oh, two thousand nineteen, at the age of seventy four. Um, oh. He actually hadn't been anything in anything since like two thousand three. Um, and you were right; he did battle alcoholism and intravenous drug use for much of his life. Um, he was arrested in uh, seventy seven, seventy eight, and seventy nine for possession of cocaine. Um, and in eighty four and eighty five, he was arrested for two bar brawls. Mm. Yep, charged for felony assault in 1986. Uh, yeah, so he's done all kinds of stuff. Well, you guys did pretty good, except for that first one. Well, Murray, yeah, we were, we were close in that first one. We almost we almost had a clean sweep there. Well, I mean that's that's it for dead or alive. Um, as always, uh, remember, kids, drug and alcohol is not the answer unless you're asking what I did this weekend. <laughs> I love it. I love Which it. It's not true because I didn't do any drugs or right. alcohol. Of course. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. That's fine. Way to ruin the, the, line, the mystery. Right? Yeah. Way to, yeah. Way to. Maybe I can cut that out. That's, okay. just, that's really. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's do a segment that we haven't done in a while, Mike. Uh, if, if you want to hang on with us here while we finish this oh, yeah. up. Of course. Fantastic. Highlight of my day. Fantastic. Well, uh, we uh, uh, something we haven't covered in a while is Satgate. Uh oh. Um. 
so Shagate does and doesn't exist. Uh, I've been doing my own grocery shopping for quite a while now. Um, I've stopped ordering my groceries and putting the sacks in, in their hands, putting the Coke and the sack situation in the hands of them. Um, so I've been going into the grocery store and doing my own shopping. But it doesn't change the fact that they still don't like the sack, my Coke, or the things that should be sacked. Um, I went in the other day, and an older gal was doing the sacking at the Hy-Vee grocery store that I was at. Um, and the girl at the, at the does the checking out. She asks uh, paper or, or plastic. I said plastic. I had a six-pack of Coke for moms and a gallon of milk. Um, did I say gallon? Yeah. I believe I threw a D at the end of that. A gallon of milk. That's different than a regular gallon of milk. It's a, just a... It's got a few ounces more than a gallon. I just said it again. <laughs> Do I not know how to pronounce gallon? A gallon. I had a gallon of milk, six pack of Coke for moms. Um, she says, I say it's plastic. She hollers down to the old gal at the end. Plastic. Start sacking my things. And I notice she's got the Coke set aside and the gallon of milk. And she's not putting them in sacks. So I say, hey, would you do me a favor and throw that Coke in the in a sack for me? And she stopped what she was doing, looked up at me, and gave me a look of almost disgust uh, and confusion all at the same time. Like, what? You want me to do what? I put, I don't understand what you're saying, sir. You want me to put the Coke in a sack? And she begrudgingly did it uh, and double sacked it because she knew that uh, maybe there could be a weight issue with the one sack and tearing of the handle. Uh, so she begrudgingly sacked my Coke and then she waited till the end and looked at my gallon of milk and, uh, looked at me and, and kind of was like, suppose you want me to put the milk in a sack too? And I was like, yes, sack everything, sack the milk too. Uh, that's, that's it. It just, it's, it's hilarious to me that, uh, they just. They just don't like to put the shit in a sack. I can't <laughs> even just watching them do it. And the way she looked at me and treated me, it was it was both uncomfortable and hilarious all at the same time. <laughs> That's the, uh, crazy. The end. Um, hey, uh, Doug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where is this place at? Is this, uh, what's the place called? Hyvee. Hyvee on Hy-Vee. Do they not have self-checkouts there? Oh, I don't do that. I, who knows how to do that? Yeah, they've got self-checkout. I just, Absolutely. I just wanted to check. It's possible you could cure all your set issues. Of course, we would no longer have a, a segment of the show with our theme song, but just uh, just go through the self-checkout these days. I don't know if I can figure that out. That could be too much. So I would have to multitask. I would have to remove the items, mm-hmm. scan the items, Ensure that I did it correctly, and then I got to sack my own groceries. Yeah, it's tough. It's, they're not paying. They're not paying you to shop. As, as exactly. I, That's exactly. I'm not doing that. I'm going in. I'm paying a premium just at shopping in Hy-Vee mm-hmm. uh, because they're fucking expensive. I, I'm not quite sure why I still go there. Mm-hmm. Um, other than I, I do know the reason because I know the lay of the land. Yeah. I think it's very crucial when you go grocery shopping to know the lay of the land. I know that the very first aisle that I'm going to go in, once I pass the 
vegetables and fruits and those uh, items that I'm going to hit the Mexican aisle with my refried beans and my taco seasonings and my taco shells. And the rices are on the right side and the Mexican stuff is on the left side. I know that's where that aisle is. I know that my pop for moms, the Coca-Cola, is down at the end by the meat. I know the lay of the land. I hate going to a grocery store <coughs> and got to search for shit because I don't know the lay of the land. So that's why I continue to go to Heidi, even though I feel like I should stop going there. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Um, I did want to close out this with a, a DoorDash moment. Um, who did I just hear? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> golly. I don't know if I'm going to let you down or make you happy right now. I don't know. Let's do it. Uh, I think it's actually so. I've been, I've been getting a lot of um, DoorDashes that involve me to go in and do the shopping. And uh, at either a high V, uh, yesterday I had a family dollar that I went, no, Dollar General that I went in. Did you guys know that Dollar General's got food items and shit like that? Yeah. I don't know that I knew that. I went slowly, I went completely, I did nothing but grocery shopping for this lady at the Dollar General mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, so you go in, you shop for the items, you pay with a DoorDash credit card, and then you bounce and you deliver it. So I got a Hy-Vee, uh delivery request, and it was for one item. It was to go in, shop for one item, pay for it, leave, and deliver it. Uh, and it was absolutely incredible uh, that what it was a packet, one packet of taco seasoning. A customer paid an extreme premium for a dollar twenty-seven item for me to go into the grocery store one buy one packet of low sodium taco seasoning and deliver it to their house. I got paid, I believe, six dollars for that delivery. Wow. Um, they paid a dollar twenty-seven for the item, and I don't know how much more they paid, um, but I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's interesting, but it could be concerns with the pandemic. It could be that it was cold out. It could be that you can't drive to the store, but I would definitely add some items to the list if I'm just going to get one item and have to pay like 15 bucks for it. Yeah, like I'm sure they could have used some other things. I agree with yeah. you in that aspect. Who knows? I'm, they obviously have a reason that they wanted me to do that shopping for that one item for them um i have to believe that they just weren't capable of going to the store it certainly wasn't a weather condition but it was a very nice day that day um sun was shining we were in the 50s uh so i I gotta think uh weather wasn't the wasn't the reason um but sure maybe no transportation um but nonetheless i agree with you you ever uh, do you ever talk to your customers when you deliver stuff what do you mean? To like knock on the door and wait for them to answer and then talk to them. Yeah. Like, for instance, on this one, hey, why did you happen to need this one taco packet seasoning? Well, that would be rude of me. I would never do that. Okay. Uh, but no, this one, it was, uh, I would say 90% of my my deliveries are, are, are contactless or just leave it at my door and dip. 
and they they literally wait till I'm down the block before they even fucking get their shit out. <laughs> In this particular case, the one packet of taco seasoning I uh, wrapped the sack around the door handle so that it wouldn't blow away uh, because it was a contactless delivery. Um, it was my last delivery of the day, so I, it was in an apartment complex. And so I pulled around to the – in the apartment complex, parked within that complex and was looking at my phone. I don't remember what I was doing, um, but I needed to check something out on my phone. So I probably spent a good five-plus minutes sitting in the parking lot before I vacated the premises. And when I left, the sack of taco seasoning was still on the front door. Hmm. Um. So they obviously weren't in that great of a need for the taco seasoning. I wonder if they were even home. Uh, no, I don't. Nine, nine, nine out of ten times, it's just leave it at the door and leave. Which, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's it. That's all I've got for the uh, for this episode. Anything you'd like to add, William? Nothing to add. Uh, I'm excited to be back. Good to be back on the show. Good to have an episode. For February, hopefully we can get another one in. I was glad that we got one in before you went in for the before you had baby number two. I knew that was happening very soon. Um, so good luck, congratulations, and I'm excited to hear about the uh, birth of your new child, your Thank next you, child, the upcoming yeah. child. I can't wait to find out if it's a boy or girl. I can't wait to hear the name and hear the stories behind the names. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we can hear some great fun facts that you'll share with us. Stay sure. tuned next time for more Argentinian fun facts that William prepared before we get on the air. Yep. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I can't wait to hear about that. Mike, how are you? Are you doing well? What's anything new? I'm well. You? I'm well. No issues. Good. I'm good. 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 I had a lot of commentary on. Um, I listened to your podcast, No Judgments Here podcast about music music news music facts all things about music music reviews hosted by our very own william and our host of dead or alive mike who is on the line with us now i listened to your your no judgments here uh podcast and had a lot of questions for william um i don't have any questions for you though sir i enjoyed the episode i enjoyed the episode but william left me uh with a lot of questions really yeah. Um, did, you, did you address those questions already? Yes. We did. We spent the, the uh, first 45 minutes, 30 minutes of the <laughs> podcast solely addressing my concerns and questions with William. So stay okay. tuned so you can hear everything that was discussed. I'm eagerly awaiting hearing these questions. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I feel like I'm being set up. Oh God! No, no, no! no, no. I'm not that like, clever. Are you kidding yeah, me? No, I, I, enjoy you. I just enjoyed I your. Thank you for giving me credit to have the ability to set you up for something. <laughs> uh, I wish now I, I'm a little upset I haven't done this. Uh, uh, damn it! No, there's no setup. Okay. Uh, it's just I don't want to rehash it again. Um, thanks for for helping us out, Mike. Thanks for the, your hosting of DOA. It's a pleasure as always. You killed it. Jazz. Oh, not sure why jazz. Yeah, you're gonna call me jazz. But you are not jazz at all. Um, Just say goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. I do have a question. No, wait. I I got a question. I wanted to bring up something and get your take on it. Um, So, did you happen to see that your boy uh, MGK? um, (laughs) 
changed the album, uh, the title of his new album? Absolutely. I like the new album title better. Oh, really? But did you see that he tattooed the old ones on him? Yeah, that he and Travis Barker both tattooed the name of the album. And that he, yes, had Travis and said, hey, you remember how we tattooed the name of the album on our arms? And then they showed the arm. And then he figured out all on his own that he changed the title of the album. Okay. He's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to rile me up every time? What? What is of you that wants to anger me when it comes to my boy MGK? I don't know why you get so angry. Well, I don't know why you gotta hate him so much. You used to like him. You went to, you went to the concert with me. You uh-huh. liked him. You enjoyed oh, yeah. him. And now you can't yeah. stop the fucking guy. <laughs> concert was great. I wish we would have stayed for Tech right? Nine, but what? I wish we would have stayed for Tech Nine. I do wish we would have stayed for Tech Nine too, but for some reason at that time we both decided we didn't give a shit about Tech Nine yeah. and vacated the premises because we were so, so filled with the goodness that MGK provided. The show that MGK put on fulfilled our concert needs for that evening. Um, and so we decided to leave and go home on an MGK high. Yeah. Can you just go back to those moments when you, when you, when something he does upsets you, is it because of his sparkly outfits he wears now? I, I'm not a big fan of the sparkly outfits. Um, it mainly is because his music kind of just sucks now. Oh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip out. It's been an hour and forty eight minutes, uh, but I'm pretty sure my pregnant wife needs me to take care of the child. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. out. Goodbye. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, I'm out too because I'm gonna. Get mad. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for listening. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.